0: Welcome everyone to the nationwide broadcast of this podcast known as the many
1: bubbles where two worlds collide father and sons.
0: hey welcome back everybody to the mini bubbles this week we got part two of back to school with danny de la paz and the reason we called it back to school is because danny de la paz schools us on the trivia the questions he asked us he just took us back to school let's put it that way remember you can visit his uh, webpage at ddlpmerch.com. there you can find signed dvd signed posters signed postcards yeah, a great deal of things remember to visit it um, purchase some stuff help him out um like I said, a uh, great guy down to earth. Um second uh, I have a buddy who's selling uh face masks guys. I know it's hard to find face masks out there. Uh it's called keeps hub K E E B S H U B dot com. And now he's he's selling face masks on there, help him out too. Um also remember for the giveaway we're giving away uh Boulevard Nights signed DVD uh for this week, At the end of this week uh, Remember just to type in the code word At the end of the show uh, You will hear it uh, Just go to our page At the Facebook page The Mini Bubbles uh, Type in the code word uh, Like the page And we'll do the giveaway At the end of the week um, th- He signed it Very beautiful um, Can't thank him so much I mean he's a great guy You guys just have to listen To the rest of the episode um, Hope you guys have fun See you guys next week All right, we're gonna jump into the next question. Go ahead here. What is something you like that most people don't?
1: Something that I like
0: that most people don't. Well, I guess a lot
1: of that would be food.
0: Yeah, it could be anything from food to
1: clothing to. That would be more, you know, in terms of food, I would think. Mm -hmm. Um, and, And also now that times have changed so much, um like I can watch a movie that has a very slow pace mm-hmm. and i i don't think junior could do that you know junior would, <laughs> he would just be ready to climb the walls right um, you know and even people that are older than junior can't watch movies where it's not like this movie like this like it, cut, cut 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 you know it, it, movies are so frenetic now they' yeah. there's the, the energy of them is it's so out of control he says, and and the video games that anything that's slow now, people just instantly disengage.
0: Yeah. He's they gonna, disengage.
1: They disconnect.
0: Yeah, he says, he always says, it's no Michael Bay movie. <laughs> yes. You know, Michael Bay was the You're holy evil.
1: Movie. You're evil, Junior. Evil. <laughs> yeah. Uh, He's so, like, yeah, yeah, I know I am. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm proud of it, too. Um, And then food, you know, like, you know, Americans love this, uh, Arizona green tea? Yeah. There's nothing of green tea in Arizona green tea. Green tea doesn't have sugar in it. Exactly. Now, most Americans can't drink tea with no sugar in it. Mm -hmm. They can't. They just, they're like, ugh. So, you know, things like that. Like, I love green tea. Real Japanese green tea. In the can, cold, I love it. Zero sugar, I love it. But... A lot of people, most people, hell no, they're not going to drink that. Yeah. They'd be like, no way. Yeah. All right. All
0: right. Let's get this one. Okay. So going with food, so you say you've been around the world, like I asked you the other day. Uh, what is the weirdest thing you've ever eaten?
1: The weirdest thing I've ever eaten? Well, it's not really weird, but... It's something that's uncommon, I think, for most Americans. Okay. Horse. Horse?
0: hmm Wow. Wilbur! Yeah, that's weird for me. Wilbur! <laughs> Junior's like, what? Well, who's Wilbur? <laughs> really? Where did you eat horse at? In Japan. Really? And how does that's, that where, that's where one eats horse. Okay. It's
1: considered a delicacy, and they have it at some of the restaurants.
0: Uh-huh. How, how did that taste?
1: How does it taste? Don't tell me. It was, I think it, was, it was like, it was very succulent. It was very tender. Yeah. And uh, very tasty. Wow. Very tasty. Yes. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. I, I, well, that's something unusual. I'm not going to eat spiders. I mean, that's weird. Horse, <laughs> okay. That might be considered weird. But to me, spiders is weird. Yeah. Spiders are not for eating.
0: Yeah, well, a lot of people use uh, people that you know are in uh, well, they say indigenous people used to eat like a lot of uh, um, insects and stuff like that, like spiders okay. and stuff like that. So that's kind of like,
1: I mean, like, I'll eat plants, yeah, you know, I mean, give me a good get... plant and I'll, I'll eat a plant, but I but a spider,
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah those are things like I've guess people eat grasshoppers, uh, yeah, worms and stuff like that. Yeah, that's I wouldn't do that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, I think that would, uh, would trigger my, you know, yeah. my upset stomach.
0: All right, Junior, next one.
1: If you were to die and come back as a person or thing, what do you think it would be? As a person or what?
0: Or a thing. thing.
1: Or a thing. Yeah. If I were to die and come back as a person or a thing, are we talking about somebody from the past?
0: It can be anything
1: you want. Oh, wow that's interesting. Well, I imagine if, you know, if I died this time and, and came back as a, as a woman, Mm. that might be interesting life as a female. Yeah. Having experienced this lifetime as a male, I mean, I don't, I've probably been women in the past and just don't remember it, of course, because I don't remember anything about what I've been in the past, all the different lifetimes I've had. Yeah. But if I could choose to be somebody, I don't know if there's anybody in particular I would choose to be. Mm-hmm. But I was just thinking that, you know, being a female would be something different. I think if I were to
0: die and be somebody, I would want to be something, somebody like, in the movements, like Jackie Robinson, you know what I
1: mean? Okay, somebody that did something remarkable yes.
0: that you know just to experience that.
1: But but Jackie Robinson did something really challenging though by having to deal with a lot of hate, people exactly. hating on him, and
0: but that's the same thing that we go through, even to this day as as you know, Chicanos, Mexicans, as. We still go through it at this time.
1: Oh, I know. I've got haters too, let me tell you. I've got some of the best haters on the planet. Oh. Look, spit it out. <laughs>
0: hey,
1: there's haters everywhere. I love my haters though, I really do. I, okay. You know, I know they hate, but I still love them anyway. What kind of, what kind of haters do you get though? Like what are they- my, my motto is love your haters, love exactly. them. Because yeah. you know what, they hate it when you love them. Yeah. They hate you even more. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, it's like I
0: tell people, that even if there's no reason to have hate against anybody or even in your mind at all.
1: No, kill them with kindness. Yes. Yes. Kill them with kindness. Yeah.
0: All right. Next question, please. All right. Again, uh, wait, it's my turn, your turn. My turn, right? My turn. <laughs> all right. Again, food. What would be the worst ingredient to fill a burrito with? Oh. Because to me, the thing I'll tell you right now, the thing I hate when you put in burritos is lettuce. I cannot stand when people put lettuce in the burritos.
1: Well, I would say mayonnaise. Oh, <laughs> that's just, I, I don't like grandma, mayonnaise, cream cheese, ranch dressing, any of that white, gooey stuff is just yeah. disgusting to me. Yeah. And you know what really gets me? When I used to be at the Swamp meet, people used to have that cup of, um, Elote? Yeah. With that. With the main names and the city powder? I don't know what it was, but it just smelled like I remember that smell from the gym when guys wouldn't wash their feet. <laughs> we be playing football all day and we'd, get, we'd go to the, take a shower and you could yeah. smell that smell when they took their shoes off. Yeah, yeah. Oh my! <laughs> imagine 25, 30 guys in, in a locker room with their, with their feet smelling like that. Yeah. That's what it smells like. And I would tell people this one day, I'm sorry, could you stand over there? And I would be <laughs> my feet away because I was going to throw up on their poster. Yeah, yeah. What would that be? You start to gag in front of somebody. I couldn't handle it.
0: Wow! yeah that
1: corn just I would get chills when I would see people with those cups if they were getting near me yeah. I was like, oh my god they're, coming, <laughs> they're coming those. get away get away Yeah,
0: imagine just you spew it on the on the, Look, we're on the
1: subject of food that doesn't go with things right food that doesn't agree yeah. okay this is something I, I don't I don't do mm-hmm. chicken for breakfast
0: oh yeah I wouldn't do chicken for breakfast yeah,
1: I'm sorry you know People will make a chicken omelet. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I call that the mother and child reunion. <laughs> I can eat the chicken and yeah. I can eat the egg, but I cannot eat eat the mother and the child combined. <laughs> I'll eat the kid or I'll eat the mom, but I won't eat them both. There's just no freaking way that's gonna yeah. happen. And what that's about- weird. That's a weird thing for me. Chicken for breakfast is, just, no, you don't, you don't do that. You just yeah. don't do chicken for breakfast. Yeah.
0: I don't understand like the whole chicken and waffle, you know, the, mm. I, I, I can't do salty and sweet. But that's
1: not for breakfast. Usually chicken and waffles is a, a lunch or a dinner item, you know? Yeah. Well, yeah you, don't really I mean, have it. you don't really have it for breakfast. Yeah. It, even though there's a waffle there, it's mm-hmm. not really considered a breakfast item.
0: Oh, it's more considered like a like a lunch, more like a like
1: when you go to Roscoe's Chicken and Waffles, you go there yeah. for lunch or dinner. You don't go there for breakfast. I've n-
0: I've never been there, <laughs> so
1: never. Oh, it's tasty. Really, it's expensive, but yeah, it's- we
0: tr- we try to go out there every time we go. I mean, we go. We try to go hit up every single spot we can. My I mean, my favorite place to go, and I have to go every single time. It's a Fat burger.
1: the one. Which one do you go to, La Brea?
0: Uh, the one over here by Universal Studios. Uh, oh, okay,
1: in the, in the northern Hollywood area. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, yeah I, love I love that, that one. That and it's funny because a guy that works and he works, he's been there for years and he still works there to this day. Um, he sounds just like George Lopez when they when he goes to the drive-through at Jack in the Box. Yeah. He sounds just like him, you know you talk about oh, you know uh, a fat burger with you know skinny fries. He goes a fat burger with skinny fries. <laughs> <laughs> it just sounds the same way. It's just so funny. You love that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> the next question, Junior. What's something that you've never been able to do well?
1: Um, well, there's certain parts about driving. Mm-hmm. Okay. Parallel parking. Oh. <laughs> you know, when it, when it comes to the relationship between the tires on the passenger side of the car when you're driving... Yeah. The passenger tires, the front and the back one on the on the passenger side, and the curb. Yeah. Okay, that's I have a hard time with judging how far exactly are the tires from the curb. Yeah. Back in the '60s, they used to have these things called feelers.
0: Yeah, the scraper. Well,
1: now they call them scrapers. Well, uh, scrapers, whatever yeah. they have, they they go by a few different names. Yeah. But you you would hear it. Yeah. And that would tell you, but. And my all my my male friends that drive, they they have done of an issue with this, but I don't have a good sense of, I don't know perspective, I don't know what it is, perception, what, I don't know what it is, but yeah, that's one thing I wish i I wish I could parallel park really good. and I also wish I could make Spanish rice. Really, oh, really.
0: Good. yeah.
1: If out of maybe seven attempts of, of making Spanish rice, maybe one, maybe two out of seven. Will be perfect and the other five forget it throw it away
0: (laughs) wow i just don't
1: know i don't have any consistency when it comes to making spanish rice i know women they can do it without even measuring anything they don't even look at the pan and they're doing the cooking other stuff at the same time and they're doing three or four they're multitasking (laughs) while they're doing it and it comes out fluffy perfect yeah. not too red not all bunched up and you were know, the reds all the tomatoes all bunched up in one side of the pan no it's absolutely perfect and i just admire them i'm like how the hell do they do that
0: yeah it's funny that you said about the parallel parking because the other day uh um I oh, th- you don't want to
1: sneak parallel park you do not want to sneak parallel park. <laughs> uh
0: i was uh, parking and i pull up and i tell junior you think i'll make it he goes there's no way you don't fit how, how many tries did it take, did it take me one <laughs> and you did it oh yeah and I have a big expedition I have an expedition
1: oh my god brag 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 <laughs> just put it in my face why <laughs>
0: not okay last question uh which living which living person do you most admire Hmm. which
1: living person do I most admire Wow. I don't really know. Yeah. That's a really good question. It really is a good question. It's not really anybody like a politician. I don't admire any politicians. Oh, no. I, I and wouldn't it wouldn't be an order follower. I don't I don't admire people that follow orders either. Yeah, no offense of. to the military or anything, but be, uh... I, I, I kind of more admire people that you know, like you said earlier, that have to deal with challenges in life and rise up to them. Yeah. Those kinds of people, I guess there's so many of them. Maybe they're not famous, but they're your everyday human being. Yeah. It deals with serious issues and obstacles and challenges in their lives and they rise up to them and, and go beyond, you know? Yeah. That those are the kind of people that, that I admire. Not so much famous people or you know, people that everybody knows or whatever, so-called heroes. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's, like,
0: it's like I was telling you the other day, like, uh, you asked me that question. Why me? Why not Danny Trejo? Why not Emilio Rivera to interview? I, and then to me, it's like I said to, I, told, I tried telling you, to me, you're a pioneer. I mean, they, they are pioneers too, but they start a little bit, a few years later than you, but you had your full feature film at in 79. These guys were just doing cuts here and there. Yeah. Um, you know what I mean? So you were the part of those people that, like like how you said, we all saw you growing up. We all saw you, you know, in these movies. We all related to you. We all, we well, all. Well, and it
1: was also know. something that, that people hadn't seen before, you know, seeing the, the Chicano culture in a major studio Hollywood studio film. Exactly. That that wasn't something that people were used to. That was new. That was a whole new we got to see ourselves for the first time. Yeah, in a movie you know. Yeah. And that, that was that was a historical thing. And I just happened to be there right. at that time.
0: Yep. And that's why I try to tell you that that's the reason why. Like I was telling you also earlier, yeah. you know, for these kids nowadays and days, you know, it's the same thing for them. You know, uh they know why a person is going to succeed, you know high they see you know a black president succeed so much a mexican president succeed so much you know an asian so much but then they stop there they don't know that they can go farther than that
1: yes you know?
0: and that's why I, I was trying to tell you, you know that's what they got to see and talk to people like you you know that that've been there you know that that uh gone through it you know that um like i say inspiration you know because you know they the if you dream it and you work on it hard and don't give up, you can be, you can end up making movies, you know, make up doing
1: the fact that you can inspire people no matter what you do. Yeah. If you can inspire people, if you're a physical therapist and you inspire somebody to walk again, when they, when they mentally have given up and don't think they're ever going to do it. Yeah. Or to bend that ligament even more so that they have full flexion of it when they, when they, when it's painful and they don't want to do it, but you can inspire them to do it. And in the long run, they're going to they're gonna benefit for the rest of their life by the fact that you've given them that inspiration. That's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So good? I asked yeah. you that question to get, a, to get a, a, a feel for where you were coming from in terms of how you looked at me. Yeah. And once you told me that, then I thought, okay, now I know where he's coming from. Yeah. And it made me want to come on the podcast. So that's really why I asked the question. Because sometimes people just want you on there because, um, you know, you're this thing that was at one time, you know. Yeah. Like, where is he now kind of a thing, you know? Yeah. And I'm not into that whole has-been thing, because I don't consider myself a has-been. Oh, no,
0: you're... And, and um, trust me, you're not.
1: <laughs> but I'm very much a part of what's going on today, and, yeah. and I enjoy being involved and, you know, staying current and creating, continue to create. I may not be as active as I once was in terms of being in front of the camera, but I don't really feel the need to be doing that anymore, you know? It's like I had a dream. I did, like, 30 films, yeah. I I wanted to be an actor and I did it. Yeah, you know I accomplished what I set out to do, mm-hmm. and then I felt like okay I can move on to other things in my life now. My life can expand a little bit and become more than just that original idea. Yeah. So no, I do appreciate the fact that you asked me onto the show, and I love being here with your son and to see the relationship that you have with him. That's that's really special. I'm sure a lot of people have listened to this. Yeah. That's part of the attraction of what makes them, what draws them to this particular show is that it's not just you, it's you and your boy. Yeah. Yep. And one day it'll be, he'll have a a son or a daughter too.
0: Yeah. And hopefully he does the same.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, he'll be able to know that whatever form they choose to do it in, that sharing with your children can be a beautiful thing. Yes, exactly. It can create a bond. It can bring you together in ways that just being around the house doesn't do. Yeah. The fact that you guys are creating something together. See, so you're working together. Mm-hmm. That's what I love. I think that's a beautiful thing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, the, and also another thing why, you know, I was telling you also about the, the whole culture. Like, I feel like we're losing it. I feel like, like everybody's going after other cultures and not our own. You know, I had a question yesterday from one of my coworkers. He told me, what do you think? Do you think our culture is being lost? I go, look, to tell you the truth. In the big cities, no, because there's a lot of people, and you know they keep it alive. But in small small towns like here, like us, man, I, I got I, I work with with people that speak Spanish and, and don't want to speak Spanish. They don't want to be known that they're Mexican.
1: They don't want. It's like, excuse me, you know how beautiful. Yeah, there's, it is? there's nothing that it, nothing to encourage them to do it. Exactly. See? They see that the majority around them isn't that, and they want to fit in, right? Yeah. So you can see why they feel almost pressured to suppress yeah who they are or where they come from but really it would be better if they didn't feel that way yeah because that's what's going to kill the culture
0: yeah and he told me how long do you think it would last or like our culture i mean if you already see that it's going on he goes to tell the truth it all depends on you he goes what do you mean it, does. it all depends what you want to teach your children i go i'm teaching my son my culture i'm teaching him what it is yes. you know hopefully one day i take i get to take him to you know, uh, Mexico, you know, uh, they've been to LA multiple times. They have seen the lifestyle that, you know, uh, Central American, Mexican people, you know, every, all types of people that live in mm-hmm. LA live. Um, so now it's time to attempt to take them to Mexico and see how those people live, you know,
1: I don't look at culture as something that separates people at all. And, and it shouldn't. And I don't, I don't represent my culture coming from that point of view of, thinking that I'm better than or separate from. I don't look at it that way at all. I just think it's something that makes me unique and your culture is something that makes you unique. And I love to be around different people from different cultures. I mean, I love visiting Japan and seeing how they do it, how their culture does it, and seeing the commonalities, the things that our cultures have in common. And the Japanese and the Chicanos have a lot in common. Let me tell you i think it's
0: funny how they have that uh, whole chicano cultural i'm over
1: there with those japanese homeboys okay they're japanese they're speaking japanese we're in japan but it's just like being with the homeboys over here really it's just like being with the with all of the the car lovers and the lowriders. they're the same they have the same heart the same kind of personalities the only thing that's different is they come from a different culture yeah but it doesn't separate us it can bring us together
0: yeah exactly it's people bringing every simple, single type of person together. I know people get sick of he- hearing me go on
1: about culture. They get tired of hearing me.
0: Well, they shouldn't because, you know, like I said, about- it, it all depends on us if we lose it or we don't, you know?
1: Yeah, and- we're all going to end up being a bunch of, you know, uh, I don't know. There's, this just going to not have any more culture, I guess. We're just all going to be bland. Yeah, and it's in the- I mean, culture's yeah. like flavor to me, you know? It's like, do you want just one ice cream? That's all yeah. you want? It's just all going to be vanilla? I mean, that's just so boring, you know? Come on, give me a choice. Give me some, give me some flavors here. And the
0: thing is, like I tell people, uh, the Mexican culture, the Chicago culture, it's still brand new. You know, Mexican people didn't become Mexican for thousands, thousands of years. Oh, no. They yeah. became Mexicans when the Spaniards and then the Americans, you know, everybody made them Mexicans.
1: Yeah, it's, no, it's new in terms of looking at it from a cosmic point of view. I agree with you. It's yeah. relatively new.
0: So that's why I—I think I was time my my work. I go, you know, it, it sucks that we're losing it already when it's still a brand new thing.
1: Okay, now you guys have asked me a lot of questions. Do you mind if I just turn the tables and yeah, ask? Yeah, sure, you? go ahead. Uh-huh. So go ahead. I prepared a few trivia questions for okay. you and Junior. <laughs> um, okay, we'll start with um, American meat. Okay. Okay, in American Meat, of course there was myself puppet, and then there was Daniel Villarreal that played little puppet.
0: Uh-huh.
1: But there was actually three brothers in American Meat, mm-hmm. not two. Mm-hmm. What was the name of the other? Oh that. Got that. Stumped on the first <laughs> question, they're already stumped.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I already know who the brother is too, but it's just like I don't know his
1: name. <laughs> I'll give you a hint.
0: Uh director. The director's Edward. Oh my god, you guys on that one.
1: Okay, Bob, that's it, you didn't get it. The director's name, of course, is Edward James Olmos, and the character's name is Eddie, who thinks is, you know, what doesn't stink because he goes to college. And they show him at the party, at Santana's coming out party because he's talking to Julie the girl that Santana has his eyes on yes. and he asks him hey who's that talking to to Julie right there that's and son, and, son, and son, the, son, he goes yeah it's puppet a little puppet little brother he thinks says you know what doesn't stink as he goes to college <laughs> and it's funny because he made him look really nerdy too yes they had the glasses and his hair <laughs> torn back he was a different style entirely yeah which is true there's always somebody during whenever that is not in the style you know Oh, well, let me tell you. There's, there's the Chicano surfer sometimes. Yeah. I mean, you know, there's the oddball. Let me tell you, my
0: family, us four as being the first, well, most of us four being the first three-born boys in the family, um, we, we were the wild ones. <laughs> we were the black sheep. Uh, everybody else in our family are all college graduates. I mean, I have a cousin who's Princeton uh, graduate. Wow. Um, I have, they're, all, they're all done great jobs. They all have great jobs. I have a wonderful cousin, too, whose name is uh, Alex. He's, a, he's becoming a chef right now in New York.
1: Um, nice.
0: Jersey. So, you know, they all have done great things. I mean. But the first three of you had the L tattooed <laughs> on your forehead for losers. Yep. <laughs> like I said, one's an alcoholic. I mean, my, my older brother's an alcoholic. He just stopped drinking, thank God. Uh, my other brother. So you know, that's a, what
1: families are like, though. They're uh, made up of different kinds of yes. you know, family members. Yep. Yep. And thank that family you. was no different, you know? Okay, trivia question number two. All right, go for it. And this one's from Boulevard Nights. At the very beginning of the movie, Uh the very beginning of the movie, we're on a crane shot looking down at a house. Uh And two homeboys exit the house and cross the yard and go through the fence down into the LA riverbed. Yes. They're walking. They exit the house one after another but they don't exit the same way. Can you tell me the two different ways that they exit the house?
0: Oh my God, man. It's at the very beginning
1: of the movie. You've seen a million times. When they start walking out, I know you see one. They they walk out of the house. How do they walk out of the house? Didn't one walk out to the No of the house? (laughs) 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 Okay, the first one, Uh he opens the screen door, Uh and the second one just hops right through it because there's no screen in the door. Once the door got broken, they never paid to have the screen repaired. Oh, wow. So he just does a little hop right yeah. through the screen door, showing the audience that there is no screen there. <laughs>
0: was that on purpose or was that?
1: Just a little just a little funny thing, you know? I guess, oh. the, I guess when they went to go shoot at that house, there was no screen on the <laughs> door. And then when they just said, you know, action, that's how they did it, just naturally.
0: <laughs> yeah, wow. Well, you're making some, some questions is, there, sir.
1: Aren't, aren't those good questions? Yeah, man? they are. Those
0: are the kind of questions that you, you should be asking. You uh, uh, sometimes people at the, at the meets, when you meet well, people.
1: Well, come on, I'm, as all the times you've seen Boulevard Nights, I don't even know how many times that is. Yeah. And if you don't remember that, you're not paying attention. Yeah,
0: and it, but see, but the thing is, um, 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 you well, um you the You're the movie, in the
1: bathroom, you're getting popcorn, I know, I understand. No, no, no,
0: not that. When you see, when you're watching the movie, you start catching other things too. You,
1: you know? do, you do. So, I mean, there's even things that I see sometimes that's like, well, I don't remember that. Yeah or you're looking in the background, you know, it's, uh, yeah, very interesting. Okay, one more from Boulevard Nights. Uh-huh. When Raymond comes to to ask for Shady's hand uh-huh. and talk to her parents, right? Uh-huh. Um, Shady's little brother answers the door. Yes. What's his name? Oh, oh my God. Uh, <laughs> you remember him? I don't even remember. He he said, little chubby he kid? He said it. He said it. And the mama says, oh, so-and-so, stop it already. Leave alone. Because he he goes, Shady, lover boy's here. Uh Uh And she's like, ah, yeah, yeah, Richie. Get away. Richie, his name is Richie. Richie. Wow. That's enough enough trivia from me. You flunked (laughs) all of them. You guys are pathetic. (laughs) That's it. Both of you just blown out of the water.
0: You just dumped us
1: completely. <laughs> in the dust baby in the dust
0: alright so we did a random questions with daddy and daddy did random questions with us that was a good one
1: that's a first am I, am I the first guest to do that
0: yes you are <laughs>
1: I like to be the first every now and then
0: alright so let's, the next one is uh, movies we do movies a week every week and this week we pick La Bamba because uh, Junior hasn't watched it and I believe it's one of those movies that has to be watched you mm-hmm. know not just only because of Richie Valens, but of also the director. The director did uh, La Bamba and he also did Suitsuit. Yes. Um, so two great movies. Um, <clears throat> he, I believe for a while, uh, uh, the only reason why I, I got into the movies because there's a story in my family saying that um, they knew uh, Valdez, the Valdez brothers, because he used to live in San Juan, in San Juan Batista Yes. for a while. So that's how they kind of knew them. So... Um, that's how I got into those movies. But yeah, I mean, besides that, La Bamba was with was, was, um, Blue Diamond Phillips and yes. Isaiah Morales, which it's funny because they portray a Chicano or Ch- uh, Chicano movie, but Edward James, I mean, uh, Lou Diamond Phillips is not anything Mexican, not anything. No,
1: he's, he's not Chicano.
0: Yeah, neither is Isaiah Morales.
1: And neither is Isai, no.
0: Yeah, which uh, it, 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 it was funny to me that they got, you know, those kind of people. Uh, you know, kind of uh, that or not, but I mean, great actors, great actors too.
1: Well, you know, Lou Diamond, mm-hmm. very nice guy, by the way. I worked with him yeah. later on, in uh, the, in two thousand, I think it was, mm-hmm. in a film called uh, "Picking Up the Pieces" with Woody Allen.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, Lou Diamond doesn't look anything like the real Richie Valens. Really, Richie Valens is was stocky. Oh yeah, compared to broad to- shoulder. Yeah, Very true. little neck and a big fat face. Yes. Yeah, and we, that is not Lou Diamond Phillips. He wasn't spelt and little waist like that. And no, he looked completely different. So yeah. you know, it's a movie, but um, it would have been nice if, if they could have cast it more in tune with how the real guy appeared or or looked. Because it was almost like they just made him into somebody else. Yeah. So, yeah, it is his story, but to me, it's like, wow, it's just, it's not the same thing. When I look at the album covers and I see his pictures mm-hmm. or I see videos of him on uh, YouTube, it's just such a different person, you know, yeah. but it doesn't make the film any less enjoyable. It doesn't. And Lou did a wonderful job. Yeah. Lou is a very, very talented actor. Yeah. When I saw Valence
0: uh real pictures, I actually thought he was older. Like, I Richie actually- balanced, he, he was young, but he, yeah. he looked older. Yeah. He looked like if he was in his 20s, late 20s. But he was actually, what, 16, 17, right? Yeah, 17, I think. Yeah. So, yeah, what, what'd you think about the movie? Did you, what, what'd you like about it? What'd you, what'd you think about it? Uh, I liked all the music. It was pretty uh, catchy. Uh-huh. Um, I, I, didn't, I I hated the fact that his own brother did the girl that he uh, liked in, oh, in the, the, the beginning, big, yeah. yeah, when he came back, and-
1: She's I not think- my first. <laughs> oh she uh, be my last. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're drinking, they're drinking. Yeah, he's Yeah, he's got that, some of the best
0: lines in the whole Morales movie. did a real good good
1: Oh character. my god, I love Bob, man. Yeah. Bob is he's the king, baby. Yeah.
0: He's one of those characters that that people want to be like I wish no, I know, a movie
1: this. is only as good as its antagonist. It's only as good as its bad guy, you know? Yeah. And he was just so he was so good in that part. Yeah you just, just love to think- just watch him get drunk and sloppy yeah. and yeah. his jealousy come out he can't even hide it it's, at a certain point he just he just it's been building up since he was a child that his mom did you have brothers obviously i had two older brothers yes. were, were you ever
0: like Well, that means that you were the baby boy so <laughs> oh, but
1: they were they were so much older than me that by the time i was you know, they were already out of the house.
0: Yeah. Oh, see, see, I had that jealousy rivalry thing with my brothers because my yeah. older brother is three years older than me and my younger, my brother next to me is a year and a half younger than me. So okay. we had that rivalry that, you know, we wanted to impress everybody, you know, and I was a middle child at that point and and it was, it was tough. Like I can I can relate to Bob, you know, like yes, it's, it's crazy how that works. I don't know about Junior because, you know, he has two other brothers and then we have the baby here at the house, and he's always he, – he's the baby. He's a baby boy. But Junior has to do everything, you know, most for him, you know, uh, uh, stuff for him. I don't know how he feels about it. I don't know if he wants to talk about it.
1: <laughs> oh, man.
0: <laughs> what do you, how do you feel about, you know, being the older brother and having – could we basically tell you pick up after him, do this, do that? I mean, it's just kind of – it kind of gets annoying after a while because he can easily pick up some of the stuff. And uh, put it away like dishes uh, it, it upsets
1: you when when you think he takes advantage of the fact that yeah yeah, that would upset me too, you know that but this is something different. This is where this is where one child feels that the parent favors the other child yeah.
0: mm-hmm.
1: and that's on a, on a that's, deeper level that's yeah. what really that's what really drove Bob crazy was yeah. he didn't feel as loved yeah and th- and that's
0: why I talked to my mom about it because I feel like my my brother, the oldest one is loved by everybody in the family because he's the first grandchild, the first uh, nephew, the first everything. So everybody, Oh my God, you got to go help your brother all this and,
1: and you're treated like the
0: redheaded stepchild. Exactly. And then my, my other brother was the baby at the time. So, you know, every the baby, you know, you know, uh, Cesar, Cesar. and I'm like, what the hell? I can tell you a story right now that when we played uh, uh, baseball, me and my brother were in the same uh, league at that point, we had, we had to play against each other for the championship. And yeah. it was so heart wrenching for me because I wanted to beat him so bad, you know. And, and it was always, oh, you know, go Juan, go, you know. And it was always I would always hear his name, and it was like I said, I, I can relate to Bob. Like, what about me? You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, it, it's yeah. it's hard and it sucks to you be know, living that. But and, you know, they don't do it on purpose. They don't know exactly what's going on. You know, they think everybody's uh, love is being thrown out the same way
1: equally. Well, you know, in life, I think some parents do favor one kid over the other. That's just the way it is. Yeah. I mean, it it happens sometimes. But for you, Junior, watching that movie, did you um, feel sad that, you know, uh, Richie wasn't able to fulfill his – I mean, he he became a success, but he didn't get to enjoy it.
0: Yeah, I I felt very sad because had either they fixed the bus – or he had just gone home instead of uh, saying that, yeah, he could do it, then he would have easily been able to just get better with some rest and continue on with his career.
1: I don't know if they showed in that movie that, that Buddy Holly had a gun on him. Did they show that? No, or? they didn't oh, show that. Or? Oh, yeah, they, they they found the gun, too, in, in the cornfields of Iowa. the next. Really? Movie. Why would he have a gun? Um, He had a gun because when they were done performing, they'd get paid in cash. Uh-huh. And he would have large amounts of cash on him.
0: Oh, so in case you know, like, anybody,
1: Yes, that gun was there to make sure that he that cash stayed in his pocket.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's smart. yeah. Buddy wasn't.
1: Buddy wasn't fucking around. Pardon, pardon my French. you yeah, You're good. You're good. Uh, Don't
0: worry about it. this. is explicit. <laughs> I trust me. I put explicit on here. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, buddy he was. You know, buddy was. You know, he was. He was smart. But he was more um, street smart, I think. Yeah. He really yeah. was.
0: Yeah, and that was. Uh, they say they call that day the day rock and roll died. The
1: day the music died. The music. Died. Oh. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean that movie. I mean, from start to to ending, it was it was a great movie and.
1: Not my Richie.
0: The ending. I mean, everybody knows that song. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and see, that's what I'm saying. That's the name of the character in Boulevard Night. So now you remember.
0: Yeah, now I'm gonna remember they, Richie. I'll say
1: La Bamba, and you go, yeah, Richie. His name is Richie. <laughs> yep. I always thought maybe they named him after that. Let me just say a little thing about that scene in Boulevard Nights nice before we, we before I forget, okay? The scene that I told you about where he comes to the house to ask for her hand, right? Mm-hmm. The father, the father of Shady, mm-hmm. okay, the actor that played the father, he was in Giant with Elizabeth Taylor, Rock Hudson, and James Dean. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't know if you've ever seen Giant. Have you ever no. seen Giant, either one of you? Mm-hmm. No, I
0: have not seen it. Now. Okay,
1: you have to see Giant. Okay. Giant is a huge Hollywood Warner Brothers production of the mid-1950s, mm-hmm. starring the biggest stars at the time, Rock Hudson, Elizabeth Taylor, mm-hmm. and the newcomer on the blog, James Dean. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was a hu- the movie's like over three hours long. It is the first, okay?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Big-budget Hollywood blockbuster film to deal with guess what subject? Prejudice against Mexicans and Mexican Americans. Oh, wow. And trust me, for a Hollywood movie, a big budget Hollywood movie with big Hollywood stars, to have that as the very center, the theme of the movie, that is history. Yeah. And even today, movies will not touch that subject like that film did. Yeah. So I would suggest you watch Giant. But the guy that was in Boulevard Nights, okay, the actor—I can't think of his name right now. Wonderful actor was in Giant.
0: Right. so it's uh, let me see. I'm looking it up right now. 1956, George Stevens, director. George
1: Stevens, a very, very accomplished film director. Yes. Oh,
0: Dennis Hopper's in it too. Oh, wow. Dennis
1: Hopper's in it too. Believe me. yes. Yeah. There's a lot this of people. in yeah. I really suggest you guys watch it. Yeah. Because uh, it's just for the subject matter alone, and the way they deal with it. It really gets down. I mean, it gets down and dirty. Yeah, It gets down to the point where the major white character Uh falls in love with a Mexican woman from Mexico. (laughs) And they have kids. Oh, wow. Mm. And in the mid-50s, that was a no, 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 no. no. Especially for a rich white family to be mixed like that? No way.
0: Uh
1: It's all about the blood, baby. It's all about the blood. (laughs)
0: So let me ask you a question. So there's movies like this, like La Bamba, and other movies that were with, uh, you know, uh, supposed to be, um, you know, Hispanic, Mexican, whatever you want to call it. Um, They were taking uh, spots like this instead of giving them to you or to other Mexican or Chicano uh, people. What what do you think? Because like I said, they're, I think, Phillips is Filipino, right? And then Isaiah Morales is Cubano? Uh,
1: Isai is is, Puerto Rican.
0: Puerto Rican, yeah. So I, what did you feel like about around that? Like, what do you think about that?
1: You know, it's, it's really what it comes down to is the quality of the performance. I mean, if you're, um, let's, I'll give you an example. If you are a talented actor and you happen to be Cuban, well, here's a guy from, here's a good example. Let's talk about Cliff Curtis. Cliff Curtis is from New Zealand. Really? but he played Pablo Escobar in Blow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he played Pablo Escobar in something else and he was the homeboy from Training Day. Yeah, yeah. And he's from New Zealand. I didn't know that. He's not even Latino. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't but even look him up. Look how long. good that performance is. Yeah, but he, and he makes good, like. He, what his performance, so I personally don't care where you're from. Yeah. I just care that you take the time to do the work and make it believable—that's the most important thing. Yeah, sometimes... Whether you're Puerto Rican, whether you're Dominican, yeah. you know, whatever you are, Russian, yeah. whatever you are, it doesn't really matter if you can do the work.
0: Yeah, because there's the problem
1: is a lot of people can't do the work. They, especially, you know, ang- uh, characters. Um, I mean, people outside the culture yeah. have a difficult part playing Chicanos. Yeah, it's a very particular flavor.
0: Yeah. And that, that's where I'm going to right now. With uh, don't get me wrong, I'm not gonna take nothing away from the movie. Great movie, Scarface. Yes, I mean his acting as a as a as a Cuban, I believe was kind of horrible. Well, it's
1: a little bit. It was a little, little bit too bit, much. Like it was like yes, it's a little bit too much. Yeah, I mean, but, it still works for the movie because. Yeah. Let's face it, that movie, Brian De Palma's Scarface, it's a remake of another movie from, from the same title, but from the 30s, yeah. I believe.
0: Yeah, from the yeah, the black um, movie. It well, it's
1: almost like Italian opera in a way. It's not really supposed to be like regular life. Uh-huh. It's it's bigger than life. Yeah. Tony Montana is bigger than life. Yeah. You know? So in a way, the kind of I don't want to say overacting, but the style of acting that Pacino chose for that film kind of fits the movie. Yeah, it does. It does. It does fit the movie. Before. But it is almost like in the same category as, let's say, um, Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford in Mommy Dearest, mm-hmm. where it's just a little bit over the top yeah. to where it almost crosses. Well, it, it does cross over into camp sometimes, mm-hmm. you know, now Scarface doesn't really cross over into camp. But I agree with you, though, and and it's a very good eye that you have for saying this, that for me also, it's a little bit too thick. It's laid on too Mm -hmm. thick. A real Cuban doesn't have to push that hard to be a Cuban. Yeah. But, you know, I give him a lot of credit because it's not easy trying to play somebody from another culture. Yeah. What I don't like is what they do, what I call blackface. And that's what Robbie Benson did in Walk Proud. Have you seen Walk Proud?
0: No. Wow.
1: You guys I gotta, I gotta send you to school. You gotta send I gotta, me. I gotta, both of you I gotta send you to school, some serious movie school. I need to have a class. Um, you know, right now you're getting a D minus. I'm not gonna give you an F because you're gonna your be
0: According to the laws of the state yeah. of California, I'm still passing.
1: You're still passing. You are still, but by the hair, but the very hairs of your chinny chin chin. Yeah anyway but you know that's a good eye I agree with you about Scarface not a lot of people have the pelotas to say what you just said right now yeah like I said don't get me wrong we're gonna get a lot of mierda for it too like <laughs> hate mail dead threats I mean it's gonna start coming bro I can tell
0: it's all right, all right see so a lot of
1: things people know about me they don't know that I'm funny
0: yeah
1: because they see me in these movies, and I'm a serious. Yeah, so yeah. But that's not, you know, I'm really very, I'm funny. I like, to, I like to laugh. Yeah. I like to be goofy. And I don't care if people laugh at me. That's fine with me, you know, yeah. as long as they're laughing.
0: Yeah. So besides La Bamba, we also watched the movie that you recommended
1: us to watch, which is called Yes, yeah, Alam- so let's <laughs> talk about Alambrista. Alambrista. 1977, yes. directed by Robert Young. God bless him. He's still alive. Mm-hmm. He's had a couple of strokes, but uh, uh-huh. he's, still, he's still, I think he's still hanging in there.
0: Yeah. And this is and a Criterion uh, uh, collection film too.
1: And that's the movie that him and Edward James almost became partners. Yeah. You know, their relationship began during the making of that movie where Edward James almost has just a few lines in that film, a very small role. Yeah, really small. And um, Domingo Ambris is the star. And Domingo, of course, plays Pie Face in American Me. Yeah was very
0: shocking. And then uh, um, uh, with Trinidad Silva, which is. Uh, Trinidad
1: Silva is a co-star of yeah. Brisa And he, of course, is known as Colors from, Frog from Colors. Frog from Colors, yep. I was going to say Colors yeah. from Frog. I know that. <laughs> right.
0: So, yeah, so basically the movie is based on, uh, uh, his name is Roberto. He's a young Mexican man who come across the border of the United States. He's a Mexican birth.
1: national that because, yeah. of, you know, they need, they need more money. His wife, yeah. is, I think his wife is pregnant, right?
0: Yeah, or just had a child, just had a child. Just
1: had a child. She just had a baby, that's right. And he realizes he just can't cut it. Yeah. Yeah, in Mexico.
0: So he comes to the United States, which mostly everybody is still doing to this day, coming over to, for a better life. Yeah. And, um, and he, he realized- But in his
1: case, it's not like he grew up as a kid going back and forth. That's yeah. not his situation. He didn't no. do it that. He so was just- it's, it's a completely foreign planet to him. Yes. He yes. is the fish out of water. When he leaves his native land and goes across that border, yep, and ends up in Texas, I think somewhere in Texas.
0: Uh, yeah, because then later he ends up in Stockton.
1: Yeah, later. Okay, well, wherever he, it's quite a journey that he makes. Yeah,
0: yeah and that was a uh, uh, um the part where he ends up in uh, Stockton because that's where he meets where he ends up with um was Joe, that guy that, uh, that uh, Trinidad plays. He ends up meeting yes. Joe, and Joe's teaching him how to act in front of people. And I
1: love their relationship in the movie. Trinidad is excellent, yeah. and so is Domingo. Domingo Ambriz, that was a performance that I saw before we did Boulevard Nights, and I, was, I saw it on PBS, on television, Ooh. public, public uh, broadcasting. Yeah. And I was so impressed by his work. Yeah. That inspired me. I was inspired seeing another Mexican-American. You know, like yeah, me. And, that, and that's what I'm trying
0: to tell you. That's what we need our people, our kids to see, you know, people like you, people like them.
1: Oh, it's in, it's inspirational. It really is. It, that inspired me. And I told him later on, we worked in America, me together. I told him, you know what, Domingo, when I saw you in, in uh, Alambrista, I was so, I thought to myself, I want to do work like that. I want to be good like that. Mm-hmm. I want to be so like, he was so engaging to watch. Yeah. You but couldn't again, take your eyes off him. And like you said, there's not a lot of dialogue. Yeah. It's all like, almost like silent movie acting where it's all about behavior.
0: Yeah. It's, I mean, like, when he not-
1: goes into the into the little diner and meets the, <laughs> the white girl, you know, and he has to order ham, eggs, and coffee. Yeah. And that's all that he's been taught to ask for, right? Yep. He I doesn't like that, speak a word of English. That's such a great scene.
0: Yeah. I like that part where uh, the guy is just talking to him and he's just making so many jokes. And yeah. He, no idea what the guy's telling him
1: not a clue he and there's clue. a cop sitting right next to him and he's just eating and just smiling or how about when a trinidad's character is schooling him yeah, before he goes true. into the diner to prepare him for you know teach him how to say ham eggs coffee and how <laughs> to you know how to act and how to walk in with confidence confianza Remember.
0: Yep, yep. Yep. Love
1: that. Oh, that movie to me, that's just a beautiful. I'm really glad that you took the time to see that movie. Yeah, and I mean,
0: like I said, it's one of those films that it, you can tell it wasn't uh planned. It wasn't like like a big movie set, or it wasn't. No, it was, they were
1: just going with the flow. Like I want to make very happen. humble. Yes. It's very from the from the from the root. You know, like yeah, sangre. Yeah. It's got blood, sweat, and
0: tears in it. Yeah. I just like we were talking about the whole Edward James almost uh, uh, part. Um, all those people in the background did not know what was going on. No. Got out, bu- uh, got out of the bus. I got out of the bus. Not the bus, the uh, truck. They turned the-, the
1: camera on and they let him do his thing. He was yeah. he was having a rant. Yeah. You know, in the middle of the street. And all these people were just really reacting to him like they would. They didn't know what was happening. Yep. They didn't know that they were acting. Yep. But it was that style of filmmaking, you know, kind of like that gorilla style of filmmaking that. Uh, it's it, it still works when you watch that film today. It still yeah. does its thing. Did then, you like it, JR? Did you like it? Did you like it? Yeah. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. Okay.
0: What was your favorite part of uh my, my favorite part was uh uh Joe teaching um, um Roberto uh
1: how to act when he goes into a cafe. Yeah, that's a great scene. Yeah. It's a great scene. Oh, I love that scene. Yeah,
0: and, and it's and this and I I really liked it because it's one of the movies that he's one of those few, not few, but a lot of people that end up just saying, I want to go home. I, I don't want to be here anymore. I'd yeah. rather suffer in my house. Yes. You know, and we don't see that a lot. We just, in
1: the end, it was, it was uh, more trouble than it yeah. was worth. Yeah. It, it made him, it, it bothered him so much what he had, yeah. what he experienced.
0: Yeah. Because I mean, they ended up getting caught in that, that scene that we were talking about because he ended up getting caught in the, in when he was dancing with the white girl in a raid. Yeah, when they did the raid, they they fooled him and they took him and he went to the back and they ended up. Um, he
1: went right into the he, he went right into their hands.
0: Yep, and then he was at the border when that lady was having was pregnant, yep. was having the baby,
1: and she wanted so much to give birth to that kid right, right. there on the U.S. side. That yeah, was you could you
0: see that she was trying to walk and make sure she
1: crossed that line. And there she was walking, and she her water broke, and yes. she's just there, and the the baby's just practically coming out already. And she's just gotta get to that American side. It's like, oh my god, this yeah. is just I, I, wow. yeah, it's
0: one of the movies that everybody gotta watch. Everybody, it's called Alam
1: the tell people about it all the time. They've yeah. never heard of it. And I yeah. always tell them. I just say picture picture Frog from Colors mm-hmm. and Pie Face from American Me in the same movie. Yeah. And, and they're uh, the stars of the movie, and that's what you get.
0: Yeah, and it's like I said, it's it's one of I tell people it's one of those movies, it's you have to picture like even when I tell my son, when you see these 80s movies, these 90s movies, put yourself in that that time. I would see everything's advanced now. Obviously, everything's you know computerized. When you're thinking about a movie, make sure that you're thinking about that's what we had to work with in that time. So don't think about it as because I'm pretty sure some of these kids are going to watch it and be like, this is crap.
1: You know, it's not you know there's no. Well, this brings me to something that I wanted to say before we end this podcast, and that is that, and this is for the young people out there, Jr. You too, okay. <laughs> um. This whole thing about the past and and the future and and the present, you know, is all bullshit to me because there is no past and there is no future. Everything is just right now. I don't think of Alambrista as a 30, 40, 50 year old movie. I don't think of it that way. It's right now. It's right now. To me, everything is right now. There is no old, there is no new, there is no down the road. All we have is what's right here, right now. Everything is right now. It's all in the moment. Yep. So I don't have this problem that people have with, oh, it's black and white. Oh, I'm, I can't watch that. I can't watch that. Yeah. Really? What the hell is wrong with you? I, I try to people just thinking. They, you know, they don't realize. They think they're so modern. No, okay. you know what they are? They're closed-minded. Yes, they're closed-minded. That's not modern. There's nothing modern about being closed-minded. In fact, it's kind of very old-fashioned. You're taking us back to the days of the cavemen.
0: Yep. Yep.
1: So think about it when you say you don't want to watch that silent movie because nobody's talking. Oh, people are talking all right. They're just not speaking a language that you're used to hearing.
0: Yep. You that's so. I just tell
1: people open your freaking mind. People's minds are very closed these days. They, young people, especially, they're very closed minded. Young people, to me, okay, when I'm with a group of young people, they bore me. (laughs) They are so boring. They don't know anything about the past, they don't know anything that that if it came out more than three years ago, they have no idea what it was, they don't have anything about history. They don't know anything at all. When I was their age, I knew music from 30, 40 years before I was born. Yeah. Because there was no past to me. It was all just, you learned it all. You picked it all up. All of it. My parents, I would pick up the music they listened to. My older brothers, I'd pick up the music they listened to. My sister was 16 years older than me. I listened to the music that she listened to. Yeah. I would take it all in like a computer being programmed. I wouldn't say, no, I can't listen to that. It's What year was that? Oh, 2011, oh, forget it.
0: <laughs> but
1: these young kids are programmed to think that older is less yeah. than somehow less than, and that is
0: bullshit. We have to break, like you say, we have to break them free and we have to make uh, they live. We do,
1: we have to free their minds, we have to free their poor little, their minds are in a little prison, they're in this little box. You have to think outside the box, color outside the lines. You know i I just want to grab the crayon from their hand and just say, "Look over yeah. here, over here, yeah.
0: but it's funny because they're they are they are saying you know they're all equal, they're all this,
1: they're all no, they're just so boring they yeah, boring. they all have they, their own they're, they're, they're all they, minds you, you listen 20%. to their music and it's just so it puts me to sleep it <laughs> really puts yeah. me to sleep yeah. it's just there's nothing challenging about it. I can't listen to it because it doesn't challenge me it doesn't it doesn't interest me it's like. God, are you serious, really? Yeah, and, and then amazing. all these video games that you see them playing, it's like, they're not even that smart. Yeah. And I just don't want to see them all become a bunch of idiots, which is what I see them becoming. And it really bothers me a you lot. Seen that so movie, that's why I'm uh, saying, Junior, open your mind, watch these movies. Don't think of them as old. Turn on Turner Classic Movies and, and watch these films and see if you can get it. Yeah. Because these are artists that made these movies. Yeah. These are artisans and craftsmen that made these movies. And they have something to say. You know, silent films speak today. Yep. Even louder than they did a hundred years ago when they were made. A hundred years ago. Yep. But like you were saying, cosmically, that's not even a blink of an eye. (laughs) So, enough of me and my rant about young people and and closed mindedness but I just had to say it, you know? It's like, come on. That's good that people need to hear it, you know? Open that, open that, open that world mind, world. open that mind, open it, open it. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Alambrista made me
0: also go as far as to call my grandfather because he used to be a farm worker back in those days.
1: Oh, that's and, beautiful. That, yeah,
0: he, yeah, he started working when he was in, he was I think he said early 50s.
1: Wow.
0: So I asked him, how did they treat you? How did American people treat you? How did police treat you? How did your own people treat you? He said, the police was sometimes a joke. Sometimes they knew that they had to round up people and they were always nice about it. The white people sometimes would see you different. Sometimes they did it. The problem was with Mexican people, he said. The Mexican people that were one, the ones that knew English. The ones that were trying to be the best friend of the field, of the field owner. Of the boss. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. It was always those people that made it worse for everybody, for all the Mexicans. You know, they would treat them bad. He would steal money from them, you know. Look down on them, judge them. Yeah, he said that was the biggest problem. Yeah. Like, like I asked him, did you ever get in trouble? Did you ever, uh, you know, get caught up with the police or, you know, because, you know, we see this stuff and uh, he goes, no. He goes, never did. Like I said, the police sometimes will ask you for your papers. If you didn't have any. He would just tell you, you know what, make sure you go and apply. Because at that point, he goes, they were giving them out at a certain point, you know. And he said that when he got his, he actually applied for his and he didn't, he had gotten his and he didn't know that he had it for five years already.
1: Oh, wow.
0: Because what would happen is he would go to the, you needed a a house and a house address. So he would put an address of a certain guy that would, that they would know and say all these 10 Mexican workers would put that same address and they would send your papers to that house. Yeah. But they wouldn't know. They thought they were going to get something somewhere. somebody was going to tell them something. Right. So and that's when he so found there, out So there the papers
1: sat and they never saw them. Yeah.
0: And then the cop was the one that told him, Hey, uh, you need your papers. You know, I already caught you twice, you know, you need your papers. So my grandfather told him, Why do you apply for them? But where do I go get him? He goes, Well, where did you put your address? It would be there. He goes, Well, I put an address in such and such. He goes, Well, I recommend you go over there. So then my grandpa said he got all his stuff, so took off the next day and he went over there. The papers been sitting there for five years that he was already a resident. Wow, it's amazing he even
1: found them after five yeah.
0: years. Well, that's the thing. He said he got lucky because a lot of these people would do that and they would steal those papers and sell them to somebody else. Yes. So that, that's the time my son...
1: He, he was lucky was that somebody to... put those aside and, and put them somewhere where nobody could get them.
0: That's what I yeah. I go, I go like, today you'd be, your name was Roberto, but then tomorrow, guess what? Now you're, you're gay, bro, because I just sold you papers. And then these people will go back home and never realize that they had papers this whole time in, in the United States.
1: So yeah, it was one well, of those things. That's that's a beautiful thing though that you were um inspired to talk to your grandfather because of having you watch see that's what I love about movies, that they could do that, that they'll that they'll um trigger something in you, you know. Yeah. That, and that that's that's a that's a nice thing that, that you talk to your grandfather about that. Yeah. And he, and yeah. you learned a little something about him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, like I said, because it was always like I said, we never really knew much about him. So it was something that I knew that, yeah. you know, that he can you can talk about it. and he and he did. He told me a lot of stuff, like you know, like I told him, like was he ever scared? He said he's always, he was always scared because, you know, you're working here to feed your family in Mexico, and then you never know when the last day you're gonna be, and you gotta go home and you have nothing. Yes. You know. Yeah. So but,
1: where are we now? Have we covered all the ground?
0: Uh, let's see. So far, yeah, we covered everything. We talked about the movies and everything. Okay. I mean. We have a question about Boulevard Nights. <laughs> okay. because we were both going back and forth. Did Chuko die?
1: Wow, that you know, in all the years since that movie came out, which was forty-one years now, uh-huh. I've never been asked that question.
0: Because we just see him get shot, and he's holding his back, and his brother stops, you know, holds him, and he says, "Hold on, brother, hold on." He takes him to the hospital. But when they're taking your body out of there, it looks lifeless.
1: But what happens after that? He,
0: he goes to, um, um, what's her name? Shady. And then it, it just and he walks break. up the steps and what does he say?
1: Oh, shoot. <laughs> ah, damn it. He, he says, Chuko's dead. He did that? Oh, okay. and Shady breaks out in tears, which allows the audience to cry, too, because they don't know. Is he alive? Is he dead? Is he alive? Raymond's <laughs> driving up. He pulls into the driveway. Yeah. She comes out of, the, out of the door, the front door, and he walks up to the steps. Yeah. And she's standing above him, and he looks up and says, Chuco's dead. Oh, my God. I can't believe I didn't catch that. Yes. Now your grade just went from a D minus to a straight F. No, well, I got it right because I said he died. <laughs> so if I was a D plus. <laughs> okay, you get a D plus, Junior. You fell. <laughs> <wonk laughs> I'm so sorry. You flown. <laughs> Next time, pay more attention, Mijo. Pay more attention. Yeah, it was. And another, another thing, we wanted to, I
0: wanted to ask you, how we were talking about the other day. Um. How we were we we were thinking about your movies. How we, how it's a circle. How we see how me and you were seeing uh, Chuko when he was young, and then ending up in prison as an American me. Oh yes, yes. And then him being wizard in Kill Capone.
1: I was saying how you could draw a line really between those three characters. You know.
0: Yeah. How if Chuko wouldn't have died, where he would have ended up, which would have been in in prison with. Uh... He
1: would. He may have become puppet. You yeah.
0: Know? And then later. And then become... later
1: on. If he had gotten out of prison, you know, uh, or maybe in prison he could have lost his legs if he'd been shot somehow or whatever. But mm-hmm. um, he could have ended up like an old guy, like Wizard was, you know.
0: Yeah.
1: Kind of with all those bitter memories and all the pain and the hurt mm-hmm. that he had sitting in that chair, knowing mm-hmm. that his homeboys who were supposed to be there for him were one. never there. Yeah, but the, reality, was- the reality the was very different than than what they presented themselves as.
0: But it's funny how. That's what I love
1: about. That's what I love about Kill Capone. If anybody hasn't has seen it, I recommend seeing it. Yeah. You know, it's a low budget independent film. It's got its weaknesses, but overall, what it's trying to say is it has a powerful message Mm -hmm. about the difference between reality and the myth.
0: Yes. Yep. Yeah, Kill Capone. You can find it on Amazon if you guys are looking for it. Or do you have it on your web? You don't have it on your website, right, uh, Danny?
1: No, I don't. I, I I don't have it on the website. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you can find it on uh on Amazon.
1: I will be adding it eventually, but I don't have it yet. Yeah, okay. And have you guys seen Road Dogs? Road uh, Dogs? No.
0: No, we haven't like I said I saw it when I when I was when it came out. I like said yeah. it wasn't like remember I was telling you it wasn't that was twenty years ago. Yeah. It wasn't kind of my niche because like I said, it was a whole different story from what I what I was going through. Because okay. like I said, here was northern or southern and you guys, but goes, you know, you
1: might see it now and look at it differently that you're yeah. older now.
0: Yeah. I mean, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to revisit that one.
1: And I want uh junior to see it. I think he might enjoy it.
0: Yeah. we will re- I'll revisit that one. I'll watch it with him. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, it wasn't my name at that point in time, because I know a lot of people talk about, you know, and I love Clifton uh, Jr. You know, he's a yes.
1: good actor too. Clifton, Clifton and Jacob uh, Vargas. Jacob Vargas. Very, yeah, Jacob Vargas is in it too. Very good in that film. Yeah. Well, they all are, but those two especially are good in that yeah. film. Yeah. So well, you- it's, been a, it's been a pleasure talking to you guys man i really yeah. have enjoyed the podcast yeah is
0: yeah, so,
1: it uh, so is right it,
0: now yeah would we'll you throw out the shout outs uh
1: you know any shout outs you want to give out danny oh uh, just i want to give a shout out to all of the amazing fans out there the, you know the the ones that just take the time to send me messages on facebook and instagram and share their stories with me their personal stories about what these movies mean to them and those stories mean a lot to me. Yeah. And I really do appreciate that. So my shout out would be to them. I want to just say, thank you. Thank you for sharing all that with me and thank you for giving me all that love and support. And thank you for supporting the website, ddlpmerch.com. I really, it's, you know, doing well right now. And I'm just so grateful that people like it. I really do try and go out of my way to make sure that one, people get their money's worth and two that, everybody is happy about having made a purchase and don't feel like they, like it was a rip off or, you know, um, was too expensive or whatever, you know, I mean, things are expensive these days, but I try to offer only quality stuff. You know, you get what you pay for.
0: Exactly.
1: Yeah. All right. I mean, thank you you to all the fans for all the love and support. Really appreciate it.
0: All right, Junior, any shout up No, I got none. You good this week? Yeah. Uh, me, just to you, Danny, thank you for coming on. Really, really appreciate it. Um, hopefully later in the future we can have you back on again and have a chat. You're real funny, yes.
1: And You'll need to brush up on your trivia skills. Yeah, I'll be ready next time. <laughs> I know I was not impressed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll be ready next time. You guys have a good night, okay? And thank you very much for allowing me to be a guest on your podcast. No problem. And
0: remember, guys, uh, you find him on DDLP DDLPmerch.com.
1: DDLPmerch.com, yes. Yeah,
0: and he has posters. He has uh, greeting cards. He has movies.
1: Um, yeah. What about oh, the bobblehead? The bobblehead is not really around anymore. We're going to have a new bobblehead. But because of the whole situation with the, with the Modelo right now, uh-huh. we have to wait. Oh, okay. So, but I'm going to do a new bobblehead uh, from American Me.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So you heard that right? A new bobblehead? And actually,
1: rope sold separately.
0: (laughs) Rope sold separately. That's a good one. Okay. So I just want to announce real quick too. uh, We have a Boulevard Night signed DVD by Danny De La Paz. Yes. Um, Code word for it. I need you guys to go like our Facebook page at The Mini Bubbles And type in the code word. What code word do you want to give out, Danny? Big VGV. The big VGV. That is the code word. You need to go. Just big VGV, not the. Just B I G V G V. B I G V G V. Yeah. B I G V G V. Big VGV. Yeah. So everybody who goes likes our page at the Facebook, the Mini Bubbles, and then type in uh, big VGV. You'll be entered into the contest, and we'll do a random. Uh, generator and then whoever picks it will get in contact with you and we'll send it out. Excellent. Yep, okay, so I guess this is the end.
1: See you later, Junior. Bye. See you later. Uh, Don't bye, bye guys. Thanks again. Much, much love. Alright. Thank you, everybody, for tuning into our podcast. If you enjoyed listening, give us a follow on social media at the Mini Bubbles to stay up to date on when episodes are uploaded and hints at future guests.